0: Welcome to Slow and Steady, a podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build products and recover from burnout. I'm Brian. And I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek
1: into our lives as we figure things out. Today is April 6th, and I'm feeling excited.
0: This is episode number 85, and I'm feeling rested. Okay, you're Uh, excited, recovering from devastated. That must mean...
1: Well, <laughs> unfortunately, it doesn't mean that we have a new house. Or okay, a new home. okay. Uh, it's not, not not that far yet. We, Wishful thinking. Uh, we, yeah. <laughs> I can talk about a little bit about that uh, in a minute, but I'm excited because we're launching the company's feature today. Sweet. And, like, if I stop, like talking mid sentence probably because like I got a retweet or a like or whatever on
0: <laughs> <laughs> like the phone is constantly buzzing right now, which is kind of nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. Well, so what's that, what does that mean exactly? Like you, you're launching the company's feature, your phone's beeping because like,
1: yeah, we basically, we enabled it for everyone. It was behind mm-hmm. the feature flag until, well, it's still behind the feature flag, but it's not enabled by default. Um, and we, we have the the landing page up for this we send out a broadcast about this we tweeted about it we posted it to slack communities we're part of i'm considering writing a show hacker news post uh, right after this and post yeah. it there i'm a little bit yes. i'm a little bit concerned about that because hacker
0: news <laughs> yeah <laughs> always they're... gets me
1: a little bit nervous yeah famously um, critical but yeah <laughs> that's that's what we're planning to do or what you're doing right now and then Congrats. when when this episode is out tomorrow, we will be on uh, on product hunt. So, yeah, if so you want to check it out there, hopefully it's on the
0: front page. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna ask if that was yeah, <laughs> I was gonna ask if that was still the still the plan that you talked about this a few weeks ago. Gonna do like a build up launch and then follow up with product hunt. Like, not do them on the exact same day. So, how's how's the planning for that? feeling like still wait and see or feeling good what's up
1: yeah yeah i think it's wait and see um mm-hmm. i guess we have some anxiety around like are we exhausting our goodwill with people like no. will they retweet it today and then click up vote tomorrow mm-hmm. who knows like uh, but in the end i feel like yeah like we we don't know until we try so we sure. just do it and yeah. um uh, yeah, it can it can only be better than last
0: time, I guess. Like, <laughs> can't do much worse. So, yeah. I think it should be good, <laughs> right? Right, and definite and definitely seems like, you know, not putting all your eggs in the product hunt basket. Even if product hunt doesn't, you know, get traction, you know, big big deal. You've you've got a a good launch, a good launch on your hands. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's the idea. So.
0: Yeah. Congrats. That's a that's a good launch. it's a big milestone.
1: Yeah, it feels good to finally have it out the door. Mm-hmm. Um and to be honest, there's like there's still like a long list of things we'd like to do and we can possibly do. And but then sure. again, I mean Yeah, it, there's a never ending list of features Always. we we can build. Yeah, so usually that's the
0: case, but <laughs> nice. Well, congrats yeah thank you um i'll report back on how everything works worked (laughs) (laughs) so how 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 long has it been how how long ago did you pull the did you open it up uh an hour or so ago maybe two all right that's what i was was curious not more than two hours ago okay yeah and i mean like performance wise database wise like what's everything looking like and
1: Like no sign up so far but i mean that's not really a surprise what was kind of encouraging that we got we got a slack message from 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 a friend who was like can i do this can i do that we were yep can can do it it's Mm -hmm. that's what it is and he's like game changer sign up (laughs) so that was kind of the the thing we hoped for that it yeah for the people who feel the pain that it resonates and uh that they understand what this thing is doing, mm-hmm. um, and it seems to be the case. So, yeah, let's hope more people feel that pain.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. What yeah. else happening over there? I mean, plenty. But
1: <laughs> yeah, lots of things going on. Uh, so we had a nice uh, Easter weekend, like a long weekend. We had a public holiday on Friday and on Monday, so we we took time off we we plan to have my girlfriend's parents uh come over for the weekend mm-hmm. but because COVID numbers are rising again and because like the absolutely shitty week last week with uh, yeah. uh getting determination of the house and stuff like that we decided to to skip on that and just like do a super lazy weekend and do nothing and just like yeah. catch up on sleep that we didn't get a lot of last week and that was that was a good call, I guess. Um, we feel much more, much more relaxed and much more calm. Um, we also started started a house hunt more or less. Like we had some like two viewings already. One was a kind of. Well, the apartment was in a nice, nice neighborhood. Like it was basically in the middle of nature. You could see like, uh, fields and uh, and the forest. Like from the windows, probably in the morning, see like wildlife. Down. rabbits over the field or whatever i don't know yeah. um but the apartment itself was kind of crappy and it was relatively expensive uh for the state it was in even though it was okay. freshly renovated but <laughs> they had some like built-in cabinets and when when the, the realtor like opened them they <laughs> almost fell apart and she yeah maybe we uh, we we have to fix it or whatever so it was like yeah okay i don't know <laughs> And then we we also viewed the house, which like the house itself was great. Uh, mm-hmm. The neighborhood it was in, it's a little bit well, it's not as great as the one we're in right now. Mostly because it's directly below the takeoff route of uh, Frankfurt <laughs> Airport, <Okay>. so <laughs> you, get, you get a lot of you get a lot of planes over your head. But I mean, they're relatively high up at this point, so it's probably mm-hmm. not that bad. And with COVID and all of it, like it's much less worse than it used to be. Mm. But I mean, if things recover quickly, then you get a plane over yet every, every minute or so. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but the house itself was great. And we can't, like we said that we're interested and now we're waiting for, to hear fr- hear back from them. Okay. But I mean, yeah, like there's competition. Like we're not yeah. the only ones interested. Okay. And gotcha. so, yeah. Well, but it would be nice if, like, if it's the second thing we view and we actually get it, that would be nice. Could would remove a lot of stress already. But seriously, just yeah, we 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 keep looking, we keep on
0: looking, and yeah, cool. So So that's that part. You'll hear back. You have any idea when you'll hear back on that place? So they said they will
1: have like more viewings this week. They already made appointments with a couple more people. Okay. And I'm hoping they will respond early next week or so like they said I want to have like a decision by the end of the month but hopefully they they're they, yeah. the the they respond before that because like I uh, the the amount of anxiety this induces just sitting here and waiting <laughs>
0: just want to have that box checked and move on yeah yeah, yeah. exactly
1: um where we also decided to just like keep looking and like do more viewings and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, But honestly, like the market isn't, isn't great. Um, there's a lot of crappy stuff mm. <laughs> and uh, only a handful of things that look decent. And a lot of them are like further away than we'd like. So mm-hmm. this particular one is actually, this would be a really good one, but um, yeah, we have to see. I mean, okay. cool. Well, well, we still cover. have a couple of weeks to figure this out. <clears throat>
0: All right. Yeah. What about you? Anything new with you? Um. Yeah. Let's, I mean, you know, a handful of kind of things spinning along. But um, since we last recorded, um, let's see. Gosh, what all have I been? It feels like I have just so many multiple things going. It is honestly hard for me to. To remember what did I do over the past week, even though I've been extremely, extremely busy, (laughs) Uh, you know, how how that goes. But um, the the thing I've been working on for the year on the road project thing is just getting some uh, thing I'd mentioned, like adding some cameras to the to the trailer, to the fifth wheel to make it easier to um, to have you know, a view inside of the truck while we're driving. And so I spent all this time trying to wire up this additional, you know, monitor inside the cab and wiring, you know, these cameras on the trailer to it and like take it. That's why I've got all these cuts on my hand is like removing parts of the truck and try and, you know, trying to figure out all this wiring and and everything. And, um, basically just am at the point where I just have to declare, failure and outsource it um take it take it somewhere which i just did not want to do but that's where i'm at on that um Mm -hmm. so whatever i keep you know (laughs) i keep feeling like oh man if i could just figure this once i figure this one part out then then it's done and i said that like 37 times now so um (laughs) today today though let's yes yesterday i i I uh, got a bunch of client work done in the morning, and then spent the afternoon basically building the kids' bunk beds for their room. Um, that feels like it's in a good place. Today, same thing. I'm just going to hammer a bunch of client work out uh, for the rest of the morning here, and then start to lay the put down the, the new flooring in there. Um, and it'll it's starting to look starting to look pretty cool, um, which feels really it's feeling good, feeling good. Like it's going to be, you know, nice and homey and comfortable um, or like feel feel like our place, you know, when we when we hit the road. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool. I, I hate that it's so, you know, time compressed and that we're under this huge time constraint because it is really mm-hmm. fun. You know, I, I really like <laughs> home projects. I love the I love doing those sorts of things, um, but it you know it has this additional stress on top of it right now that it's not it's not delightful. Yeah. Say so, um, ugh, yeah. So I'll I'll have I'll have pictures of the inside of this thing before before too long, and um, and then we'll be we'll be hitting the road before we know it. Uh, on the on the board game side, real quick. I mean, nothing nothing huge from last week. We're still waiting on the physical prototypes to arrive. I it looks like they're going to be printed today, which would hmm. actually put us you know a couple days ahead of their projected schedule, which would be amazing. Um, and so yeah, just dying to see it see it played in person. Uh, Graham and I played another. We played online you know last night just another playthrough and it played really really well um like very tight i think our i think the game ran like 50 minutes or an hour which is amazing (laughs) considering like before we were having two and a half three hour games just like what the heck this is this is not fun you know the back end of it so we have it has definitely come a long long way um which is just so encouraging, so exciting. I just really can't wait for more people to get a chance to to try it out. We um, i I emailed a few more artists, um, but haven't haven't really heard back. there's there's one that I love their work. We both well, we, we both do. We both love their work. Um, and it would be, I think I said this like a couple thousand dollars um, to have the whole game done, like all mm-hmm. the individual cards and all of that. But we're yeah we're just gonna start off with just getting a getting some samples and throwing up a landing page. We um, we decided on uh, calling the, the the company Enchanted Street Games, and so uh, I grew up on uh, Enchanted. It's a, it was Enchanted Drive, but Enchanted Street sounds a little bit cooler. So <laughs> um, so I, I like I I dig that I like that connection there. So Enchanted Street Games. And we'll get a we'll get a landing page up as soon as we get some art. Um, so that's yeah, actually in, incorporating this, or how, how is it going to uh, work? Just a a very simple LLC, just so we can both, you know, put you know five hundred bucks each into an account and be able to you know pay for things out of it um, for now. And so that if we do end up, you know, licensing it or you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Doing,
0: or we have we have a bank account for it to go into, so that's just completely nice. separate from each of us. So, yeah, it's it's getting it's, real. <laughs> it's getting it's getting pretty real. Um, so week week to week process progress on it now start is definitely slowing down, which feels totally fine to me. That just feels like that's where we're at with it, um, and. Uh, yeah, it just it seems like the next the next pieces of it will start to move pretty slow for for a few months here, which I, th- I think makes I think makes sense. It's okay, that's where we're at. Um. So okay, and then I I feel like the big the big thing that I did spend a lot of time working on this week is as so as a result of the the jobs to be done research work that I've been doing for Lego. And then for this other client, um, there was also just coincidentally in, in Sweden, Lego's in Denmark, and this other company's in Sweden. And so I've just been having all these super early mornings, and both of these projects are in similar like stages. That each of them, I just was like, okay, what's the best way to, to display the results of the research and the output from analyzing the survey results? And, um, man, I just need to throw up an example of this because it's basically like after you get, after you do the, do the interviews, you get this big long list of customer needs and then you can send out a survey, um, with those things and, and then be able to chart all of the results on a, on a graph so that you can visually see, you know, here, um, if X is importance and Y is satisfaction, then we want to find things that are extremely important on the x-axis and low on the satisfaction side of things. So anything in the bottom right, you know, of that graph, you've got some opportunity there. High importance, low satisfaction, right? And so, you know, previously it's just like, okay, I mean, plot those things out, here's a PDF, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of work, there's a lot you can do with this. But for both of these these clients, um, basically built a little Rails app and outsourced um, some some uh, outsourced some additional research to a to a data analyst who knows R, and they were able to push all of the survey output stuff through uh, some cluster analysis and factor analysis and split up the survey population into multiple clusters, and then that data looks really interesting um and so this little rails app that i've built now it's very easy to navigate through multiple different clusters the the chart it's like interactive with high charts hover over each little bubble and you know see all this interesting mm-hmm. stuff and, and it's like whoa this is actually pretty damn good um and and so like i definitely the wheels are tr- wheels are turning um as far as i could completely reposition my myself and the output here in in a way that might be that's that's first of all i think far more tangible than the way i've presented things before through the site and through my you know proposals and presentations so yeah there's a part of me that feels like ooh this is something that i could build um we we talked last week, I think after we finished recording, because I sent you a couple Slack messages that was like, Hey Benedict, uh what's the best way for me to like I need some Ruby code that'll do this? And you like, of course, after me slamming my head against the wall for 20 minutes, you sent back the answer in about 45 seconds. And after we <laughs> recorded, you were like, Hey, are you like making an app for for like board game testing or something? I was like, no, this is. This is for the consulting work, so that's what that's what <laughs> that's what that's what that's been. Um, yeah.
1: Well, so. Brian, kind of <laughs> sounds like we're going full circle here. Like, wasn't the first <laughs> app you built something with like features and <sighs> yeah questions and like reviewing stuff yeah. and uh, drawing charts? <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a little bit like feature order to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. It okay, so then, yeah, (laughs) it's very true. It is very true. Um, Feature audit was meant to be just hey, put this JavaScript snippet on your site, add some stuff, and now you can see everything charted out for like um, usage, like real time usage data. And this and this is for sure more about product design um and road mapping you know before you ever even get there yeah it's i mean it is <laughs> it's laughably full circle um in terms <laughs> of what you know what the the visualization would be um it's not it would definitely not be a self service you know low price point saas yeah. uh it would be it would be very much, you know, very targeted, high, uh, high price tag, low volume. You know, kind of, kind of an offering, but it for sure, yeah, my, my wheels are turning, and I feel like um, what feels really good is is I I feel mentally like I've got the margin to to even be you know thinking about this and and imagining it and envisioning it um which which feels good and uh i'm like i'm he- i'm hesitant to i'm hesitant to share this because um I, I yeah i don't i just don't know how it'll come off but at at the end of april when when the end of april gets here and all of my outstanding invoices are paid I will be at the end of April, Benedict, where I was at the end of November of 2020. In terms of big in terms of in, revenue? In terms of income. Yeah. Uh, like nice. <laughs> it is it has been ridiculous. Um these these three active clients that I have right now. Um it's it's just like been bonkers i I just keep waiting for i just keep waiting to wake up basically um and and so there's this there's this part of me that is thinking i mean i could legitimately just take you know june and july um to focus just on completely repositioning things or to um you know to, to build this out and and test it and and see if there's a see if there's like a a nice consulting offering here. Um, but it just feels, it just feels so weird to be so uh, after last year and how it felt to, to just watch, you know, January, February, March, and April do what they've do what they've done. It's just what the heck. Um, that's that's (laughs) wild. So I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. Um, so yeah, I'm and I'm trying to, like seriously what did i what did i what did i do different um and uh, other probably other nothing this, that's the problem with consulting. exactly yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't do what did i i didn't do anything different in terms of marketing or anything like that but in terms of what am i going to quote these projects at and am i going to be willing to to um, turn down work that does not allow me to keep moving upward, you know that's that's what I changed. It just happens that they you know came along at the exact same time, which I couldn't control um, and it couldn't couldn't reproduce if I wanted to. but uh, but now that I've got you know these couple of projects and I think what could be a really clear and obvious value proposition, i can completely reconfigure the way that i do um you know lead nurturing and um and, and the sorts of things that I, f- I feature on my consulting page so yeah well you've
1: got some good like logos to put on there at least yeah. <laughs> right
0: <clears throat> yeah
1: but i you should probably also just try and ask for referrals or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: I, I feel like just changing your consulting website. I
0: mean, we, yeah, it probably doesn't change right. anything. Does it? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think so. Other, other than, you know, I have a couple of, a couple of pages specifically about jobs to be done that rank well enough and bring in, you know, it's not, Tens of thousands, but it's you know a couple thousand visitors per month, um, mm-hmm. and that's decent. Know, that's that's decent enough that should <clears throat> should that be able to turn into one project reliably per month? Yeah. And so that's the part that has me thinking. Yeah, go ahead. What's the CTA on those? I, I guess those are blog posts mostly. They are blog posts. This the CTA is um, sign up to get access to all of my. To to get access to my jobs to be done resource library. That's where I have all of my notes. Mm. I've got these worksheets, examples, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So sign up and get access to that. And then I send like a six email, you know, follow-up campaign. But but the follow-up campaign doesn't have it's not super targeted. It's just like, here's some more stuff about, you know. You're probably early stage or you're probably trying to figure out how to do interviews. Here's some stuff. And then at the end of it, it's like, would you like to talk? Um, and you know, it's not, it's, it's not super refined. It's not nearly as refined as it could be if the whole thing was you're probably struggling with how to, to structure your interviews. Let me show you how. Now you're probably struggling with how to survey based on that. Here's how. Now you're struggling with how to visualize it. Boom. This is what you can do. Don't want to do any of this. I'll do it for you. That sounds like a good pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now that, now that and I have feel like a definite, you know, offering, it feels much easier to guide people towards it. Whereas before it was like, every project is different. Here's a bunch of stuff. Let's talk about yeah. your different project and how I might be able to figure out how to scope it. If like, it's not compelling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah no, <laughs> That's always, that that has always been the part that I, that I struggled with, like coming up with an offering that is interesting enough for people to buy it, but also interesting enough for me to keep working on it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there's a, there's a, there's a struggle there of like, of course there are a lot of things that people are willing to like spend money on, like productized (laughs) services and stuff like that. But most of them. Don't sound exciting to me to be doing them all the time, so yeah. that was always there was always the the conflict there of like finding something for people people buy and like reliably buy and also some something that keeps me engaged and like mm-hmm. motivated to work on it mm-hmm. but if if it sounds like you found something that works for you, so could be interesting
0: yeah yeah it it i I have found something that works for me. And has worked for these two clients. It, is it? Yeah. Is it viable? Is it the thing? Has this just been random luck, or have I struck? Have I you know struck upon something here? So, anyway, so to kind of get back to what I was saying was it. It feels like wow. This feels. I feel like I could take a decent chunk of my time in May, June, and July, to to work on this specifically and to test it out, and you know spend. Hours of my week working on the on the uh, the funnel on the marketing campaign. Whereas we've talked about before, you know, when you're working for yourself, you feel like, well, I can't I can't be doing that right now. I got to do that after hours. I need to be doing client work now, or I'm not billing. And, and it just feels nice to be able to 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 realize, okay, I can I can do that, and it's okay. We're out we're out ahead. It's all good. So. Super grateful. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that
1: sounds like. <laughs> I mean that you're that you already made the same revenue that you did like from from January to November last year. I mean, yeah, last year was a tough year for for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. There, it was there was, was a lot of shitty stuff happening. So, yeah, it's probably easy to beat that year, uh, but
0: still, I mean, it's only April, and you already. I- you, you, yeah, said, like, you know, the, the, the thing, I guess, I guess the thing about that is, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty big. The difference between this year and last year, I think it's also just even 2019 was a, was a, very, was a really good year. And I'd be willing to mm-hmm. bet that, you know, I'm going to be at the end of April where I was in, you know, probably like August or something of, of 19 or 18. Like, it's just been a really, nice. really, really good start. And so yeah. um, anyway that's all to say expect a bunch more slack messages from me about uh, help helping me with with back in ruby <laughs> anytime I, I i like this stuff <laughs> uh, well i mean that's that's pretty yeah. much that's that's it for me that's where my 3 year on the road board game and and getting getting consulting turned into a a, a reliable you know Uh, process that's where those things are at all feeling good all feeling really good yeah
1: nice i'm happy for you that sounds awesome like i'm a little bit jealous like now that i work full-time on product like the grass is always greener on the other side like just being able to (laughs) make a bunch of money relatively quickly. What's a nice aspect of like
0: consulting? Yeah. There, is, there is no way I hear you saying that you're jealous of me for doing consulting work. There's, I refuse to, I refuse to hear that.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, talked about this with a couple of friends lately that like consulting isn't like, Being a consultant and working on consulting project isn't bad. I think the problem that makes it miserable for most of us is that we try to do two things at the same time, like do run the consulting business and build a product business on the side. And then you're basically spreading yourself thin and like burning out because you're not spending your full energy on on either of those two. But if you're like, okay with like being a full on consultant, like, and then maybe just working three days a week but not like not spending the other days like trying to make something else work um i I guess that's a pretty good position to be in but in a way that's not us i
0: guess (laughs) but but what is what is the reason that when you are working for yourself as a consultant what is the reason that you feel like you need to have something else built up on the side and be working on that
1: I guess that's the dream of running your own thing or like being in for, control for, of your own thing yeah
0: for me, the, the answer is that consulting is so unpredictable and so inconsistent that that is what that is what I don't like about consulting is the yeah. roller coaster um, and that's why it, it feels like, yeah, you can do one like hit one proposal with a you know a good you know, ticket um, when it comes along. But that's nothing compared to just steady monthly income. That's, that's the dream. And so that's, that's the part of it for me why I'm like, I need to have this, I need to be working on something else on the side, figure out how to build up a steady base of income. Because the main thing I don't like about consulting is the thing that is almost always true about consulting is that it's, it's, yeah, it's unpredictable. And Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. I think you're you're right about that part. Yeah. I like judging from the position where I'm in right now. Like <laughs> some unpredictable big che- like uh, unpredictable big paychecks. I wouldn't mind those. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hear it. I hear you. I don't know. Yeah, as I said, the grass
1: is always greener on the other side. Like, there's always something to complain about, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about uh, Slack messages, though, um, I complained a lot about, like, databases last week. um, And Aaron Francis listened to last week's episode and was kind enough to reach out to me via a shared Slack we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, basically, Aaron Francis of Hammerstone, they they build like Laravel plugins, and uh, they also run a podcast talking about how to bootstrap their business. Cool. Um, anyway, and they were also like they were working on a query builder for Laravel, and I think they're also working for a plugin these days. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, he reached out and basically said, "Like, hey, I have some experience with this. Like, show me some of the queries you're struggling with." And at first, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I spend a lot of time on this. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are the chances that he tells me something I didn't haven't considered yet?" Uh, but I decided, "Hey, uh, whatever. Like, Why I can not? only yeah. gain something from this." So, um, I sent over the one query I was working with and testing with, and he 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 got a message and was like, "Yeah, I think I see something." And then he Amazing. basically rewrote the query and had some suggestions, and. I wasn't quite sure. Like I had considered his approach, um, but I figured that it's probably not a good idea to do it this way. But I was totally wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> I tried. Uh, like he re- rewrote the query, uh, and I re-implemented it at least like for testing in 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 my setup. Mm-hmm. And it was significantly faster than what we had before. Like
0: like twice mm-hmm. as fast. An order of
1: magnitude, an order of magnitude faster than wow. what I've been using before. Um and I think the trick like we do a lot of queries that involve like subqueries like get me all users where um the user has 10 events of a certain name okay. so that yeah. 10 yep 10 events of a certain name is a subquery and previously I would basically execute the subquery for every user in the users table and the change he suggested was change the subquery to look at all events and group them by user ID and just select, basically do select user ID from tracked events where conditions group by user ID having count greater than 10 or something like that. And I had considered this before and was like, nah, like the the events table is like 80 million rows. This would like... It's huge. Sum up 80 million uh, um, uh, rows. That sounds like a bad idea, but turns out it's actually a good idea. (laughs) So um it it's significantly faster than like only like like running the sub query with like uh select um what was career like i did like select true from tracked events where conditions uh whatever and then tracked user id like users.id so basically running the same small query for every single user Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the database is apparently a lot more comfortable with just like dealing with a large data set than it is with running the yeah. same query 50,000 times or so. Yep. And yeah, like it what? was like the best 30-minute conversation I had in a couple
0: <laughs> a couple of weeks in terms so of ROI. So <laughs> even even though that table has, I just want to be sure that I I'm understanding this, even though yeah. that table has 80 million rows, it's faster for you to say, grab the entire thing, group it, group it, by this this condition, and then I will select on that condition. That's all. That's what you're doing. Instead of saying, "Look at this table, and only return to me the rows where this condition matches," and then I have my whole collection. That's what you were doing before. But now, what is faster is just to say, "Give me the entire table, group it, and then I pull out the 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 subgroup that I need."
1: Yeah, sort of. So what I did before was basically run the query with the additional user condition in there. So I would check, like, is this condition true? Like, does this user have, like, 10 events? And that would return true or false, and then I'd include or not include the user. And the thing that's faster is, like, just, like, give me a list of all users, like, just the user IDs of all users that where the condition matches, and I check is the current user ID in that set. And it sounds it still sounds ridiculous to me that
0: wow that that does basically checking work.
1: for a single value in a large in a large set is much more performant than a bunch of small queries,
0: yeah. but
1: I mean, I guess databases are built to deal with like large data sets <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like that's the thing they do they they do yeah. well, and especially i mean, I guess my gut feeling is probably true if you return like full rows, like with all data and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But because I'm only interested in the user ID, it can basically do all of this work on the indexes and doesn't even have to touch, touch the disc for this. Yeah. And I guess that's where, yeah. that's why it works so much better. Right, so fast.
0: Yeah. Interesting. And I a, haven't
1: tried a, this yet. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I, I haven't tried this yet, but I, I, last week I mentioned that I don't quite understand why the gin index would be slower for this for the setup i had before and my gut feeling is that with this new setup where i'm basically just running one query that touches the large data set the gin index might actually work and like i have like i i don't have proof yet my but my feeling is that if i combine this new structure of the queries with the gin index i might be able to get like 50x or even 100x of speed improvements from this Um, so I'm, (laughs) I'm excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To say that, to say the least, that's awesome. I was going to ask if there's some developer tool somewhere, maybe this is what Aaron Francis and them are maybe what you're saying they're working on. Like, is there some developer tool somewhere where somebody just has a, a, a Heroku app spun up with 50 million rows in it and you like, there are common types of queries and it, it shows you which one is like what's the best way or you put in your query and it says hey try rewriting it this way is that just too hard to too hard to uh, to abstract away too hard to program without like the uh, human hmm. interpreting the query and then saying here try it this way
1: I don't know I mean there's some tools out there that try to help with that but I haven't seen like one that radically really changes like yeah yeah I mean PG Mustard that I have, like referred to a couple of times they do a already good job of like pointing out things that are a problem and that like where you can look at and maybe figure out a new way. Right. But like radically changing the way the queries are run, I, I'm not entirely sure. I guess so much of it depends on what your data set looks like and what what's the question you're asking the database. I I mean, in a way, it's already insane that there are, like, a, we know at least two ways of, like, solving this problem, and there are probably, like, five five other ways to, to basically ask yes. the same question, yeah. and they will yeah. be working at with different performance and stuff like that. In a way, I always wish, like, the database was smart enough to just, like, read the question and figure out the best way on its own, but apparently that's that's not the case, so... Um not there yet. Slightly yeah. rephrasing, <laughs> rephrasing the question helps from time to time, even though the results yeah. should be the same. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Well, well, thanks. Man, that's that's an awesome that is an awesome update. Thanks, Aaron Francis. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Thanks, great. Aaron. And uh if people want to follow along, cool. hammerstone.dev, that's where their plugins are at and their podcasts. So you should definitely check that out. Cool. Um yeah. Only know. downside of this, like now I have to re-implement a lot of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a you <laughs> gotta, you gotta sprinkle this around in a bunch of different places for it to truly work. Is that the Yeah,
1: I no, I think this is basically the the, the part where we take like user input from the form builder and the query builder and the UI. We mm-hmm. serialize that to JSON and then we take the JSON and build SQL queries from it. And I have to rebuild that part. And after disaster, I had that happened a couple a couple months ago where I made some changes to it, and it suddenly matched more than it should have matched. I'm very, very careful with touching that part now. So yeah. I need to change the implementation <laughs> to generate different queries. Then I have to roll out a test and like make sure that the old queries and the new queries ex- return exactly the same thing before I'm comfortable rolling this out. So. Yeah. Um, for this to actually have any effect on user list, user list itself it'll probably take a couple more weeks to just work on all of those parts yeah. but i feel like it's worth it because i mean, I mean two orders huge. of magnitude that would be huge yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: huge huge breakthrough totally worth it
1: yeah and well, at this point well, i mean it literally luckily. saves
0: us money <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly well, good so, good yeah. luck keep us keep us posted anything else from Me you too no that's about it yeah. i right, cool. yeah likewise my uh my dog's been barking his head off for the last 10 minutes <laughs> so i probably better run up there and and let him out um yeah <laughs> i've been, been trying to mute my side as i hear him going but uh so apologies if it's been distracting I didn't hear anything
1: but okay. better go up there before he before he yeah. stops barking and is happy again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, good catching up. We'll talk later. Yep. See you. Bye. Mm-hmm.